Love the Tokyo Closet Bubble Podcast fun for one and all Loving life and standing tall Tokyo Closet Ball Rolling up my nylon stockings Lipstick on whose heels are these Sequins glitter in the spotlight Sold out crowd, oh, hear their screams Closet ball, babe, well, hey, that's me That's the place I like to be Drag queens, kings, and more to see Tokyo Closet Ball Hey, good evening and welcome to the Closet Ball Podcast My name is Tatiana My name's Stephanie St. And I'm Furiosa. And thank you for listening to episode two of the podcast. We are excited to be back in your ear holes. Stephanie, I have a question. Yes. A hypothetical would you rather. Are you ready? Are you ready? Would you rather, would you rather have vaginas for ears or penises for fingers? I would say vaginas for ears because I can hide them behind my hair. Oh, Okay. With my penis fingers, I always have to wear gloves, and I don't want that. That's an interesting, modest approach. I like it. Furiosa, how about you? Same question. Mm, I would rather have um, penises for fingers, because I would just hate the idea of like people fucking me into the side of my head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my answer, I prefer vaginas for ears, but for the opposite reason of uh, Stephanie, because I think vaginas for ears would be more beautiful than penis fingers. They'd be more beautiful, I could wear my hair up and show them off, and every morning on the Yamanote when I'm going to work, my earbuds will give me a little orgasm. <laughs> no, your earbuds would just get lost in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and my yearly cleaning would be so much more messy. Isn't it harder to wear earrings? Anyone out there having vagina piercing? No. 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 Anyone listening to this podcast? If you're one of our ten listeners and you have a clit piercing, please leave a comment. According to our analytics, we had ten listeners on episode one, and I am so happy that my parents and eight of their friends listened. (laughs) Well, I was one. I was one of them. I wasn't. I am ashamed to say. You didn't miss much. I'm a terrible person. But you know what? We've grown, we've learned, and from now on, I'm going to have a two-drink maximum. And I won't go on rants about hating straight people. And already you have finished your first drink. The drinks are a bottle. The drinks. It's a bottle of wine and a bottle of whiskey. (laughs) Why not both of them together at the same time? Exactly. (laughs) Honey, give us enough time. Maybe we'll get there. We're also looking at pictures of my mother and father. Who do you think I look more like, my mother or my father? You look more like your father. Really? What? I think think you look more like your mother. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think I'm a good mix of the both of them. Is that really your mother? That's my mother. She was 21 and my father is 25. This is their wedding night. She looked so Your mother is hot. So she looks cute. Both yeah. my parents were very good looking back then, yeah. Then what happens to you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Your mom kind of looks like Heath Ledger. Like, oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. I like it. Um, I've been told my father looks like Hugh Grant. No. But in America we're racist. Does we he? think all English people look the same. 
Oh, he's English? Yes, he's English. That's right, you're half English. That's why I have this very natural accent. So do you have a British passport? Yes, I do. My condolences. Uh, <laughs> not going to be uh, worth very much soon. I it? got it just a couple months before Brexit. I'm like, uh, uh, oh well. Smart. I've got two passports, and they both belong to countries that are currently on fire. Yay, fire. Oh well. Sorry. And with that, we're going to take a quick musical break. See you after the break. <laughs> and welcome back to the Tokyo Closet Ball Podcast. My name is Tatiana. My name is Stephanie St. Slot. And with us in the interview seat is one of my favorite co-MCs, Furiosa. Hi. Hi, Furio-san. It's a pleasure having me. In, having me. <laughs> it is a pleasure having me. It's a pleasure to have you in my bedroom on top of my old futons. Are you comfortable? Um, I'm not really comfortable with the amount of uh, trace DNA on here, but this is the most comfortable place to sit. And she's fanning her armpit, so that says... This is what are you fanning so, yourself with? Can you so uh, hot. I am fanning myself with a picture of Taylor that kind of looks like the Pip-Boy from Fallout. Yes, I made that at work when I was bored and had some free time. So, every day. Every day. So, I'm uh, to understand you're from the Ukraine, is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Born and raised right next to Chernobyl. That explains the smell. So after Ukraine, I'm to understand you went to uh, England, is that correct? Yep, when I was 11, my family moved to the UK. That's awesome. Yeah, it's why I can speak the English. Mm-hmm. I wish I could speak some English. I wish I could as well. Um, I first got interested in drag um, through my drag father, actually. Ooh. <gasps> Who's yeah. the drag father? My drag father is Adam All, <gasps> who's um, a huge, huge star back in London now. Um, and Let's I'm, look him up. I met Adam through my best friend, um, uh, like back before I came back to Japan and so around 2010, I guess, no wait, 2012, 2012. We're looking on Facebook right yeah, now. Yeah, the top one right there. Oh, there we go. Adam All. Adam All. We're Drag looking at King. Adam All right now. He's such a nerd. I love it. Ooh. He's fantastic. Oh, he's on a little coat hanger. Mm-hmm. Are glasses his thing? Yep. Oh, he's my God. Oh, beautiful. my God. Those abs. I love it. And that stretch. That Ooh. split. Oh, my God. He's yeah. doing a split. Yes. Mm-hmm. Man, so, he is such a dandy. He is exactly what Indigo Soho wishes he looked like. If you're ever in London... Check out Adam All. He's got. You can uh, see his butt. <gasps> <laughs> He's got his own drag king show called um, Boy Box. Boy Box. I Those love a good apps Boy Box. Everything. Is that a bodysuit or is that painted on every time? Um, that's tape and paint. Wow. What is this bulge right here? Well, um, you'd have to. Ask Adam to find that out. Buy him a couple of drinks, maybe he'll show you. Hey! Hi. Mm-hmm. Oh! oh! Oh 
my god, oh my god, I see naked person on the screen, like, naked. This is Facebook, I thought they didn't allow butts on Facebook. Well, I they, don't know. They allow butts now? Okay. Well, Come I'll, on, Art. I'll have to show my butt next time I'm on Facebook. Then your account gets shut down, so please don't. No. We need we need Tatiana we, to run the show. We need Tatiana. We need Tatiana to run Closet Ball, please. Oh, he looks like a more snazzy version of the Joker. Ooh, yes, flying. Pussy. Come on, flying pussy. Yes, go pussy. Fly raining on me. Mm -hmm. oh, so this man was your drag father. Wonderful. Yes. And you did shows in the UK? Um, yeah. Yeah, we actually uh, performed at his very first um, event, which was back in the day called um, Boys Night Out. Mm -hmm. Um, and they had like an open mic for drag kings, oh, um, and ooh. we entered, and we actually won first prize for that night. What <gasps> What did you win? Um, like a um a pint glass. Oh, pint glass. nice! Yeah. It's better than the cheap medals they give out at Closet Ball. <laughs> I'm it. still curious about those medals. What about pageants in the states? What? prizes do you get for those? Um, you can get pretty cheap tiaras for like five dollars. So nice. I, uh, when I won Miss uh, Eugene Closet Ball back in 2009, I got a little tiara. It's in the house somewhere. Mm -hmm. So what brought you to the city of Tokyo? Um, well, I really like yakiniku. Mm. So that's the, the That's all the reason. Yeah. Alexander was the same way. He came here because he liked the Japanese meat. <laughs> Oh my god. But no, like, if you compare salaries versus cost of living mm -hmm. um, in Japan to London, it's a no-brainer mm -hmm. that the situation is much better here. Mm -hmm. That's true. London yeah. is so ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Please, English people, do something about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, you can't live anywhere without a roommate. It's, mm -hmm. like, impossible to have your own apartment. Mm-hmm. Unless you're filthy stinking rich. Yeah. And I'm just filthy stinking. Laganja Stranja, I feel very attacked. We're opening YouTube right now. Uh, <gasps> I would like Laganja to be my fairy godmother. Even though I don't smoke. But I love her spirit. Because she is what? Sickening! Mm -hmm. And she's really grown up and matured over the years. I appreciate she that. She has! So from that break down she had in season six and to now she's grown such a long way she had a breakdown in season six she had a massive breakdown in it season was on six. untucked yes oh i haven't seen any untucked from back then oh my god and i actually reenacted that part for my show at closet ball as well and it was so realistic that people thought i was crying <laughs> on stage it was so well done i watched that untucked 10 times to mesmerize Mesmerize. <laughs> to, to memorize. memorize. To memorize each and every single word she was saying. And we just finished watching the Lagonja Lestrange breakdown. What'd you think of that? I feel very attacked! Um, I feel like compared to some of the more recent seasons breakdowns, it was very tame. 
Really? Really? I think the season I'd... six breakdown was the most iconic and mm. the most dramatic. I felt like it felt the most um, natural, because being a 24-year-old person still figuring out what your voice is while cameras are around, that's a very vulnerable moment. Oh. I mean, I've been there back in Eugene, Oregon, when I started being a drag queen. I'm like, what should I say? What languages am I allowed to use? Am I allowed to say bitch, queen, yes, what? What's the right way to talk? I don't know. I think that I'm quite lucky because I'm a young queen. Humble brag. Humble brag, yes. I'm a young queen and then I grew up with this culture that it's so okay to be just flamboyantly open. Mm -hmm. And when I first started doing drag, I just went out there and dipping on the floor. <laughs> yes, God, mamwa, oh, grrr, straight up 30 minutes, mm -hmm. one hour, two hours. And people were eating me up. So I can't imagine what it was like when the drag scene was not that open and then you just had to find your own voice. It's mm -hmm. tough. Because, you know, that's why drag fathers and drag mothers were so important. There was no YouTube or um, anything to teach you how to be a drag queen. You had to learn from other people. And everyone had their own biases and way of doing things. Whereas, I don't know, um, back in Eugene, Oregon, if I wanted to do um, a bald queen look, that would be disrespectful to the community. Well, nowadays, bald queens are very popular. Wait, so back then it was disrespectful to do bald queen It was very disrespectful to be a bald queen. If I tried to do a bald queen look as Miss Tokyo Closet Ball, they would resend my title. Why? There are a lot of strong rules about titles in the uh, pageant circuit. If I put my tiara on the ground, that is disrespectful and grounds for removing the title. And wow. here we are, throwing our wigs and headpieces mm -hmm. as revealed mm -hmm. on the floor all the time. Whoa, how drag has changed. I know, isn't it amazing how much progress we made since the 1950s when Tatiana was just starting out? <laughs> and speaking about progress, uh, Furiosa moved to Tokyo and she um, somehow found the Tokyo Closet Ball. How did that happen, Furiosa? Um, Actually, I was introduced by Selena Monte Carlo. I love Selena, Selena Monte Carlo. She is one of my favorite people, and when she joined Closet Ball, that's when I first started getting confidence in doing drag. Hello, Selena. Are you out there? Hey, Selena. Hey, girl. Hey, I have girl, never hey. seen you, but You're... I've heard stories about you. I'm Stephanie St. Slot. Please come to the show. See you there. I love your new Gryffindor makeup. I think it's um, Game of Thrones makeup. <laughs> <I l> <laughs> Do your research, Tatiana! Girl! I Girl! Love, I love your Game of Thrones makeup. That's why it looks so terrible in the end. Okay, you're going to get roasted by Game of Thrones fans out there. I, <laughs> I, you were introduced. You were introduced by Selena Monte Carlo. We love Selena Monte Carlo. And Selena, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, we would be happy to have you. Hey, so, Selena. What did you think of your first closet ball? Um, it was really fun. I remember that I um, joined in to the lip sync for your life. <gasps> That's what happened to me yeah, as well. That I, was my I, first time I knowing won, Closet Ball. I won the the medal. You uh, won Lip Sync for, for Your Life. For lip syncing to Lady Gaga. Do you remember what Tatiana said to you when you won that? Uh, that's enough out of me. I asked you, is there anything you'd like to say? And while thinking of a speech, I said, that's enough out of you. <laughs> Tatiana is brutal. <laughs> 
I did not know how to be polite back then. Neither do you now. Mm. Oh, here it is! Oh! Look hey, at how young you used to be. And I still have- I'm wearing the stank wig! <laughs> oh my god! That wig! Do you, you remember, remember that, that wig? <laughs> okay. Um, um, let's, talk, wig. let's talk about the time that I finally shamed Tatiana into washing a hundred-year-old wig. <laughs> so. so for some context, I'm wearing this black curly wig. It's something I've worn all the time at Closet Ball. Without washing it once. It was a gift from a drag queen in Oregon who, who also didn't wash it. So, um, about the day I lent it to Furiosa, that wig was in my possession for around eight years. Not washed once, okay? I'm amazed that my hair didn't fall out after that because I put on that wig and it, I ser seriously, it smelled so bad. Um, Stephanie, you, Stephanie had her body spray, this, like, flower-scented body spray. She, I, I, this isn't even an exaggeration, she sprayed pretty much the whole bottle onto that wig, and it still would not mask the smell. And I was just sitting there through the whole Snatch Game just gagging. Gagging on the smell, like... Gagging! gagging like, on the smell, literally like. negatively yeah. gagging. I couldn't, I couldn't say more than, like, three-word answers, because I couldn't keep my nose open for a long time. I couldn't breathe, yeah. It was disgusting. It was so gross. I honestly couldn't smell anything. I put it up to my nose, of and I... Of course you could. Of course you wouldn't. You, you can never smell your own scent. It's a curse. Yeah. For you, it's a blessing. <laughs> Christ. So anyway, that was the future. You came to your first closet ball, and then you decided to be one of the performers. Is that right? That's right, because I did um, drag back in London with Adam All, so I thought I'd give it a try in Tokyo with Tatiana. Mm -hmm. So you have two drag personalities, mm -hmm. Furiosa and Eric Sean. That's right. <gasps> Tell us about the other person. So Eric Sean is my drag king persona. Um, oh. Eric Sean. Some people don't get like the. Oh! Oh! Did you just get it? I just got it. Really? Are you serious? Just like Stephanie, who has known me for a while. No, oh, yeah. No one can under like no one gets the innuendo. It's really upsetting. I, I got it immediately. Okay. Yeah, Eric Sean. Oh, that's smart, bitch. Yeah. I did not think about that. Yeah. So this whole time, I'm just thinking in my head, oh, Eric Sean is just a very masculine name. What's so <laughs> special about it? Erection. Erection. I just found out, and yes, that was my reaction. I was screaming on top of my lungs, and oh, Tatiana's roof is just flying everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl. Girl? So, um, how do you make the decision when we book you at Closet Ball, how can you decide between Furiosa and Eric Sean? Um, I prefer performing as Eric Sean because I can have more fun with it. Um, but with Furiosa I can do a different variety of performances, which mm. I like. Um, I can do a little <coughs> bit of burlesque or pole dance or something like that, so... Yeah, performing as Furiosa is fun sometimes too. It's great to have a uh, variety. I only have one person now, Stephanie St. Slot. Really? I think you have no personality. Amen <gasps> to that girl. Girl! 
And you have minus personality if I have zero. The previous uh, MC was uh, Remiko, and we love Remiko, but she was unable to MC for a while, and then you became the new primary MC. How did that feel moving from performer to being the actual master of ceremonies at Closet Ball? Um, I was really excited about the opportunity because um, I like having the extra responsibility, mm. I guess. Uh, and it also gives me opportunities to crack terrible jokes instead of just performing. And the audience, the, um, the audience laughs, not because they think it's funny, but they're being polite. Thank you! No, that's for Tatiana's jokes. <laughs> so speaking as um, the event organizer, I had to think of who could be the replacement. So I'm thinking about personalities, who works well together, who'd work well with my personality, and I thought, Oh, um, Furiosa, the way I could be da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and then da da Like, I give Furiosa <laughs> such a great punchline all the times, and sometimes she just comes up with things that make me laugh so much. Like, you remember that time I was introducing Brianna Baguette? I said something like, Oh yeah, if you eat too much of her, you'll get diarrhea. Furiosa immediately said, I'll take that bet. <laughs> I was laughing so much on stage, the image of Furiosa eating that pussy while having diarrhea. Just, I, I was completely shook. I couldn't host anymore. <laughs> Thank you so much, Furiosa, for all you've uh, taught us today. We're about to move on to the break. Um, what song are we about to listen to for break time? Uh, well, my favorite song is Placebo's Every You, Every Me. And that's what we're going to listen to during the break. See you soon. Welcome back from that musical interlude, and now it's time for news! News segment number one, Who's That Queer? Who is that? Who is she? Tonight's, Who is he? Tonight's featured queer is Who a man they? by the name of Rob Kearney. From the UK, he was hailed as the first openly gay professional strongman when he came out in 2014. As his Instagram notes, he's the world's underscore strongest underscore gay. Yes, come on, strongest gay. Come on, strong. Please look at my Instagram. He wants his presence as a gay man in a macho sport to send a message. Gay doesn't look one certain way, he says. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Of course, yeah. When I first came out, some of the negative comments were, well, you're gay, you can't be a strong man. What the hell does that mean? That's what he said. Kearney can deadly... Deathlift. Deathlift. <laughs> Death drop. Deathlift. Death oh Kearney can deadlift more than a thousand pounds. He recently placed first at the Arnold Pro Strongman competition in Australia. I think it's really <laughs> wonderful that, um, well, first of all, I don't want to destroy stereotypes because, yes, feminine gay men, I love them. But Hi! We but we need to have all types of gay men. Smart ones, dumb ones. Crazy one. And he is part of a puzzle piece. He is not breaking stereotypes, but he's adding more to the pool of representation. And for that, yes, Mr. Rob, I love you. Love you, Rob. And I love looking at you, at pictures of you kissing your husband. Aww. They're adorable. Please look at my Instagram, give them a like, share. They mm. are absolutely adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, I get a lot of comments like that. Mm. And for me... Stereotype doesn't really make sense. Yes, 
it's true sometimes because usually people take a massive portion of what is being represented and they base the entire community only by that portion. Even though that portion, yes, it can be true in certain point, but it is not the 100% truth. Mm. There are so many different people out there. There are so many different styles, so many different backgrounds and cultures. And you cannot just judge one group based on only a few people. Exactly. That's a wonderful way of saying that. Love yes. everyone. We have rooms in our heart for every single That's soul. That's right. Diversity. Come on, diversity. Yes, Rainbow. Now, I have a serious question. We know he's a, a power man, but is he a power top or a power bottom? Okay, this is the huge question, okay? You see a masculine man on Grinder with buff shoulders, six packs, <laughs> hairy chest, and beard. And you think, oh. But they're all bottoms, right? <laughs> and you think, oh, he must be a strong top, he must be a dumb top. But no, being top, being bottom, it does nothing with how you appear. People think top and bottom is like your zodiac sign. Like it says something dramatic about your personality. It has no correlation to anything. It doesn't have anything to do with your sexuality, with your sexual mm -hmm. preference, and with the way you, you identify yourself. I mean, if stereotypes were true, she'd be a total bottom, but she's not. She's not! Girl! Girl! You'd be surprised. Da -da -da -da. Give a few seconds. On to segment two, which I have titled, Homophobia Watch! Wah, 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 wah. Look out, homophobes! This word is boiling, it's sizzling, mama. And tonight's Homophobia Watch takes us to the country of Brazil. Although most pride parades are celebratory rather than rebellious, the original Stonewall marches in 1969 were a series of spontaneous and violent riots, which were eventually credited with sparking recognition of gay rights. Last week, millions of Brazilians sent a defiant message to right-wing president Jair Bolsonaro in the form of the country's first pride parade since he took office. They won't go back into the closet, no matter how hard he tries to roll back the rights they've gained. At times, a particularly open and adversarial tone against the president emerged. Some LGBTQ organizations and political groups spent days before the parade, organizing direct actions against Bolsonaro and his policies. Alright, yes. Great for you for doing that, because... Living in Japan, we're relatively safe from violence, like, almost no one ever gets murdered here, right? There's no gun, that's good. No guns, yeah. people are polite, I mean, the worst thing that could happen to you is someone would use, um, the wrong kind of keigo. <laughs> uh, countries like Brazil, which have a very high rate of LGBT murder... Even they, in America these days. Mm, they don't have that. So what do you think? When we celebrate Pride, where is the balance? Where should the balance fall between celebration and rebellion? That's a tough question because I do think that pride has become super commercialized. Um, yeah, let's get a rainbow Subaru. Yeah. All the corporations in June are just rainbow and rainbow and rainbow, mm. even though they don't support. Yeah. Have you seen They're that? It for the money. Oh even, fuck! Even just looking at Tokyo Pride, just the amount of booths um, that's 
grown over the past five or so mm -hmm. years, it's insane. Like you would have never imagined. Um, and all the corporations did was putting on rainbow label on every single mm -hmm. item. It's so. because they realize now that um, with the larger amount of people not hiding in the closet, it's a really big demographic to cater to because they just want our Money. Money. I've heard this. I've seen the same thing with feminism. Like I saw the ending of the movie Avengers Endgame. Spoilers for Endgame. This I don't care. Go ahead. There's this bit where Captain Marvel, she's got the MacGuffin, has to take it somewhere, and Spider-Man's like, "But who's gonna protect you, Captain Marvel?" And it's like, "We will." And every single female character came together in one in one scene, saying, "We'll all work together," which is. I mean, I understand that this movie is all about pandering, and this is just another way of pandering, saying, yes, all of us women will work together, because women have money and we want women to come to our movies. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um... Back to the question. We didn't answer that. Well, um, I think we need to have a dynamic response to this. In times of, in times of peace, we can have celebration and welcome in baby queers and teach them how to be LGBT. And in times of war, we can put on our armor, pick up our weapons. Figuratively speaking, please no violence in the streets. Pick up our weapons, figuratively. Riot. And fight for what we believe in. Whether it's marriage equality, whether it's um, bathroom bills, whether it's um, health care, whether it's um, anything like that. We need to look at where the world is at and do what we need to do to... Um, Fight for equality for all people in our community. Yas equality. Segment three is going to be called Lesbian Le Dating in Japan. As read by Furiosa. So, as in many places around the world, lesbian bi and bisexual communities in Japan are harder to find than gay male communities. Is this true? Tokyo's Nichome and Osaka's Doyamacho cater more to gay men than women, as everywhere fucking else in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. That said, urban Japan does provide female-friendly queer spaces. Even if you are not looking for anything but a good chat, I think the lesbian bars in Tokyo help a lot with that, said one 12-year resident of Japan who originates from Mexico City. Mm -hmm. A 28-year-old English teacher from Florida recommends dating apps like Tinder and her. Although she added that most people she has met on these apps were in Tokyo. She also cautioned against those using dating apps for different purposes, such as practicing English or getting foreign <laughs> friends. Wow. wow. So, but it's true. Like, basically being it's a lesbian so means I want women friends? <laughs> Listen, back, back, when I, back in the day when I had a Tinder... <laughs> um, do you know how many Japanese chicks I swiped left on when they were like, I want to practice English. I'm looking for female friends. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, honey, you're on the right app for that, aren't you? Aren't you? Why do you think people do that? Um, I have no idea. Honestly, maybe, I don't know, like... Is the it? funny thing is that Tinder here in Japan is used for socializing and friendship rather than the actual purpose of dating. 
because I used Tinder for a while and every single person I matched was looking for a friend. In Japan, you mean? In Japan, Interesting. Yes. So they just wanted a friend. They just wanted someone to practice English. Mm. Yes, this is the thing. Foreigners come into Japan and if you go on Tinder and you get a lot of matches with cute Japanese girls with food photos and cat photos on Instagram. Um, mostly they're looking for foreign friends to practice English. So please don't get too high hope. Or they're looking for a threesome with their nasty foreign boyfriend. Ew. Ew. That, that really happens? Oh yeah, I saw so many like threesome profiles. So many. Can we talk about our experience with that weird Indian man? <gasps> oh my god, the weird... Okay, I have had plenty of weird experiences in Artie Farty. <laughs> um, but this is one of my favorite stories. Um, once me and Tatiana... Why, why were we there? We were there just we, having a drink, We were right? just having a dinner, yeah. having a drink, whatever. Um, I remember that it was a weekday because the place was dead. Mm -hmm. It was empty. Um, and then up comes uh, the man in question. Yes, uh, an Indian man, I don't know his name, and he was visiting Japan, not a resident. Okay, and then? And then, I... I'm sorry, this encounter was actually not significant enough to remain in my feeble memory. So, so please, you left, Tatiana, you left, <laughs> fill us in. So this man sat down and talked with us, and he said, Oh, I, I don't know my identity, I'm still experimenting. Okay, you're experimenting with men. So I get in close, I put my hand on his knee, see where we're going. Yana goes to the bathroom, and this man says to me, Um, I'm trying to find lesbians. I say to him, Oh, um... <clears throat> I'm presenting male at the time, so I said to him, My girlfriend and I don't know any lesbians. <laughs> and this man was totally thinking, Oh, lesbian. Lesbian just means you're waiting for a man to be your third, right? Like they, oh my god, they did don't, you say that? Because, you know, so much sexuality in movies and music and TV is all about catering to the male ego. They physically can't understand the idea of two men who don't or two women who don't want a man. Did but he actually say that? I was in the toilet, so I didn't hear this, but this isn't even the best part of the story. Oh, you're going to tell that part? Go ahead. Wait, I'm listening. Is, is, I'm this all part, is this part not why we're telling this story? Because it's totally why I was like, so <laughs> I'm excited I'm about this. Yes, I'm go ahead. Still oh my heat. God. Still does he. Okay, so, um, I don't remember why, but this guy... Very swiftly left, like he was almost running out the club, like the gays were chasing him. And lo and behold, what fell out of his pocket? Pray do tell us, Tatiana. It was a um, Tenga pocket pussy. And uh, Tatiana got really excited about this discovery and was going to keep it, but then, spoiler alert, he fucking came back for it. He came back for it and took it from me. Oh. Oh my god. Can you imagine? Like, seriously, the, where where is the shame? Like, if you if I dropped a vibrator in the middle of the club, I was most fucking certainly not come back for it and admit that it was mine and ask for it back. Jesus he Christ. He literally asked for it? He did, because by this point, the tenga was in Tatiana's pocket or bag or whatever. So he was like, I've dropped my treasure. Ah! 
<laughs> he said, no, I don't think he actually said that. I can't remember he what he said. He said something like that, and then I gave it back to him. And and then he left again, and we spent like a solid ten minutes just laughing, creasing ourselves laughing, because we just couldn't get over how ridiculous, hilarious, and disgusting all at the same time it was. So back to lesbian dating. Oh my god, yep. I'm speechless. That's the only pussy that man was getting. Point one, be careful of creepy men. Now, Furiosa, uh, am I to understand that you are engaged to a woman? I am. How did that happen? <gasps> Congratulations. Well, sometimes when a girl meets another girl <laughs> and they like each other very much, uh, they decide uh, that uh, they actually do want a piece of patriarchy. They so want to hate men they together. Get, they get engaged <laughs> to get married. When yes. is your marriage? Um, so we have decided that we are going to get married on May 5th. Cinco de Mayo, eh? Twenty twenty one. And everyone listening is invited, yes? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be your bridesmaid. No. Yes. Can, can I be your um drunk uh father-in-law? No. Literally, no one's invited. We're probably just gonna get married somewhere in Asia, like in Asia. at a resort in Taiwan. Taiwan? No. No, Why not? Maybe. Well, yeah. Now, yeah, I guess it's legal over there now, eh? Perhaps you've studied the law more than me. If you got married in a country where it was legal and moved back, how would Jap Japan recognize that marriage? Uh, it wouldn't. It would not. Oh. Because Japan sucks. I'm sorry, Japan. Japan still needs a long way. So do a lot of other countries in the mm -hmm. world. Yeah, well, how can you expect them to um, accept gay marriage when they can't even let women wear flat shoes to work? Oh. oh! Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, we're talking about how difficult it is to be a lesbian in this culture, but just being a woman in this culture, it's so difficult. Like, I work for an English... For the people who don't know what we're talking about, the shoe problem, so there has been a campaign by Japanese women advocating to wear flat shoes to work instead of high heels. Mm -hmm. And the Minister of Work Labour? Minister of Health Labor. Minister. Of he the Health Minister of the Labour Department stated that wearing high heels is a must for women when going to work. It's a must. And what gender is this person who said that? Is a male! And, and how, how many high heels has he worn in his life? Zero. Zero! And to be a male, not putting himself in a woman's shoe, literally and figuratively, uh -huh. stating what to do with a woman's body, does that sound familiar? Oh, uh, it sounds like the beginning of time to me. So yeah, um, how do we end this topic off? What 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 advice do you have to queer women who want to be in this country? Uh, don't. Don't. No. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't have any luck uh, with apps. But I met my fiance um, in uh, the gay area in Nichome hmm. in Tokyo. So I think going out and meeting people in person. And even if you're not a big bar person, there are some really nice events like Rainbow Love Cafe um, and um, Tokyo Closet Ball. Yeah, yes. um, Yeah, you can come and you can um, meet.
meet some new people and hopefully find that special someone. Exactly, or that special people if you're into that kind of thing. So Tatiana, when is our next show? So Tatiana, when is our next show? Or may I say, when are our next shows? We're gonna have a maxi show at Rosso in Shinjuku Nichome. That's gonna be July 20th, and the theme is Beach Party! Yay! Yes! Please let's, let's get half the... naked. Can we have a paddling pool? Oh my god. Can we paddle my big fat gut? So, Tatiana, are you going to perform on July the 20th? I'm thinking about it. I don't want to reveal my song yet, but I'm thinking maybe you can tell me what you feel about this decision. I want to do a duet with Stephanie St. Slot. Ooh, oh, who is Stephanie St. Slot? Have I met she? her? I wish She's I could. Yes, what? There's not that much to know. Well, bitch, you're <laughs> gonna get surprised. I hope I will. So, we don't only have um, maxi shows, we also have mini shows, which are experimental nights for new queens or uh, experienced queens who want to try something new. And the next one is going to be August 10th. So, we have the mini show on August 10th, and we have the maxi show. The maxi show. <laughs> I'm sorry, I broke my rule and I had a third cup of wine. And whiskey. <laughs> and whiskey and beer. I haven't had the beer yet. That's my after show drink. So, we've got a maxi show July 20th, a mini show August 10th, and a maxi show September 21st. The theme has not been decided yet. Just like the, the name of this podcast has not been decided yet. If you are interested to become one of our members, and if you're interested to join the show, please contact us at Tokyo Closet Ball on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And how do we contact you, Friosa? Uh, I have an Instagram and a Facebook page also. And they are? You can find them through the Tokyo Closet Ball. Okay, she's being mysterious. Anyway, there's not much to see. So, how do exactly. we people... How do we people find you, Tatiana? You can find me on Facebook under Tatiana Lee. That's T-A-T-I-A-N-N-A-L-E-E. -E. You can find me on uh, Facebook, mostly just uh, retweeting uh, porn stars and feminists. And um, if you would like to be involved in the closet ball on stage, please let me know. If being on stage is not your thing, that's perfectly fine. We would love to have more podcast uh, interviewees. We especially want to hear from transgender people and people of color because we sincerely believe that diversity is a vehicle for building empathy. Fabulous. Please come to our shows. See you there. We always welcome new people. And if you are already an old person... Okay, what well, I mean by old person, an old audience? Like Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> what, what I mean by old A long old time people. audience. Okay, a long person. time audience. Sorry, English is not my first language. I'm still trying. Laganja is her first language. <laughs> Come to the show. Meet all of us. Hurry up, I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be happy to have you as one of our new family members and Yay. you can snatch the stage you can snatch the door like how I did I started as a door person and then now I'm a performer 
if you're not comfortable with a stage, please start with the door, start with backstage assistant, start with director, start with stage manager, and then when you gain enough confidence and you can snatch the wigs of other people. Just like I just snatched Stephanie's hair clip, girl. Girl, get on stage and mop that floor with your pussy. Oh, girl. And that's all the time we have. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Furiosa. Everybody say bye. 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 bye.